0: This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left-coast punks, MXPX. Yeah. And we're back. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Trying to, <laughs> am I trying to sound like Eddie Vedder there? <laughs> 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 that,
1: that sounds right.
0: That's Or that's more James Hetfield.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: So, John, I think we should say right out the gate. First off, my name is Andrew <laughs> Phelan. I'm John i John Potter. John Potter. I always forget yeah. to, I say your name a lot, yeah. but I, I don't feel like I ever introduced, We never do the introductions. Yeah, yeah. My name is Andrew, and this is John, and this is our podcast. Yes. Thank you for listening. And right out the gate, John, I was going to say, we talk about stuff up front Mm -hmm. that is not necessarily related to the band. So if you want to listen to the stuff about the album, feel free to jump right to it. You don't need to listen to this stuff if you're interested in the music stuff. We got you covered. We go through the entire album in every episode that we do. And if you just want to jump to that, go for it. We have the timestamp in the notes of every episode of when we start talking about the album. So if you don't want to hear us blabber about religion or politics or culture, as we say in our intro, feel free to skip ahead. It won't hurt our feelings. It is a long podcast.
1: You're lost, though. (laughs) Just saying.
0: Just saying. We we have a lot of hot takes on lots of stuff. Mm -hmm. You might not agree, but they are spicy.
1: If you want to hear four-year-olds giving their takes on MXPX, this is the pod for you.
0: This is the pod. So I don't know. You might just have to listen to the entire pod to find out when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Well, you skipped it and you missed it. (laughs) We're getting getting a little antagonistic here. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, we get we get a few comments and tweets, and we just you know we get our shields up.
0: Yeah, that's what I guess that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, So, speaking of shields up, John. Can't uh, wait to see where this is going. Well, okay, so just all this talk about you know tweets and our conversations and discussions about Christianity Mm -hmm. and. People who have different points of view than we do, and yeah, maybe this is this is not you would prefer the listener would prefer us to just get to the point that is not that is not the format, so uh, John and I feel like these topics that are important to us we are going to discuss because we feel like they matter to some people and we want other people who have these similar struggles or have been at a similar place and have felt kind of isolated or alone or misunderstood, we want them to know, hey, you are not alone, and we got you.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're about to talk about the eighth record of MNXPX's 10 records, so we're closing in here on that stretch, and we have ideas about what we'll talk about after that. You know, there's a lot of... EPs and special releases and mm-hmm. side projects, and we'll get yep. into all that. Yep. But I think from the beginning, we talked about like, we are going to talk about MXPX. We are the encyclopedic and comprehensive <laughs> compendium of all things MXPX, <laughs> magnified plaid. Um, but we also always talked about that being kind of a launching pad to talk about the whole world. A
0: um, launching plaid, if you will.
1: <laughs> launching plaid, perfect. Um, to talk about a lot of the stuff that that comes with kind of Christian punk, Christian alternative yeah. world. So that's always gonna kinda be our focus um even beyond the albums and stuff. So yeah.
0: And and part of me is just gonna have to deal with the fact that some people are not into it. Sure. So um but anyway, so I had I had lunch with a buddy today mm-hmm. and He's a good dude. He actually was telling me, yeah, I've been listening. I listened to the first couple episodes. Right on. And he said, it's a little long. <laughs> and But to his point, you know, yes, it's long. But he also said, I didn't grow up listening to the band. Hmm. But he told me yeah. that he, the part that he enjoyed the most is that first half. Yeah, I've heard that from some people, too. Of us just talking about it because... Some people want the music. Some people want the discussion. Mm. And John, are you ready for the twist of this? Can't wait. He is Catholic and he is conservative.
1: What? what?
0: <laughs> and he appreciates our, our dynamic and our conversation. <laughs> That's, how can that be? And I'm not, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really planning on talking about this, but I want to use this kind of, this idea and this conversation that I had with him today, as sort of to dispel this myth or this notion that you and I hate conservatives, which mm-hmm. is not the case.
1: It's mainly just one guy who's been tweeting about this, right? Well, I mean, perhaps he's representative of others. I
0: don't know, maybe, <laughs> but yeah. And
1: and if you're still listening, thanks, bud. Thanks, I appreciate it. your name, but
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, all these, all tweets and everything, it's, it's all fair game because it's yeah. all part of the conversation. Sure. And so, but my buddy, you know, on paper, you would think me a super conservative, super, uh, I'm not super conservative. Mm. Um, I think
1: su- you secretly might be
0: <laughs> super progressive atheist friends with, a Catholic, um, conservative, mm-hmm. and he—he's actually also not a—he's not a Trump fan. He—he he calls himself a Black Lives Matter conservative, hmm. which is—you know—you you can't lump everybody together, and sure. that's—and that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, even though we might seem like we're different people, how can we get? How could we get along? What would we talk about? But every time we get together, we get into these great hmm. conversations because he's kind, Yeah. he's thoughtful, he's intelligent, mm-hmm. he's generous and um, honest,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know those are sort of the qualities of of somebody you want of somebody who would make a great friend. Yeah, and I'm not out to change his mind. He he's not out to you know, he's not like sitting there proselytizing to me.
1: You're not here to make them all agree.
0: <laughs> Definitely not.
1: But he has truly studied it historically. He has right?
0: he so, has okay, studied cool. it historically. It's it's in the book, I just don't want to look. Right, right. Okay. So um but so I I I appreciate the conversations. Yeah. I want to have them. And I don't know, maybe at some point we'll have to get somebody on the pod who has an opposing viewpoint that you know i don't i want to i don't i don't want to go down this road of having it be like you know talking heads being like you know let me just get on there and tell my viewpoint but like i'm interested in conversations Mm -hmm. and walking away shaking hands or giving a hug and saying hey man i appreciate you and i value your your point of view Mm -hmm. um but you know Let's, let's be real. Like people have, they, people have pain. They have their individual experiences that, uh, maybe don't, you can't, you, I mean, people who don't know us, yeah, we might seem, I'm, I want to try and seem more than one dimensional voice coming through a, a, through a podcast, Mm -hmm. um, or your speakers or headphones, but, yeah, I want I want to share more of who I am and John wants to do the same so you can get an understanding of why we even care about the band and who we are and why you even listen to this podcast to begin with. Because if we had if we're just like cold calculating, this is the music, this is you know <laughs> zero zero one zero one, who cares? Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Personally, what I do, I listen to podcasts. I care about the people who are talking. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about them, not just their opinions on some record or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, um, so on relevantmagazine.com, there's this short little video uh, about two members from Under Oath, Aaron Gillespie and Spencer Chamberlain, Mm -hmm. who critique some of their issues with modern Christianity. And for people who don't know Under Oath, they were a Christian, um, maybe I'll call them metal, metal band, metalcore band that was really popular in the early 2000s. And one of the one of the members had very publicly struggled with drug addiction and he said that if he were still a christian that he would be he would be dead hmm. because of the christian community essentially rejecting him and saying you're you are falling away and this is why this is happening and not actually or you know just praying for him instead of actually helping him. Sure. And, and last episode I was talking about when church is done, right. It can really be a great place to for support for people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is an example of that not going, going well. And I think this is interesting that relevant, a Christian publication, covering this sort of thing and not just sort of like sweeping mm-hmm. these oh they're not Christians anymore. Let's but uh, this publication still valuing mm-hmm. this kind of conversation. And you know I I there's just so sure there's there's my I don't want to monologue forever. I mean do you have any am, am I Am I making any sense here? Or yeah. am I?
1: No, for sure. I think, I mean, um, relevant certainly comes from a particular um, context, but I've always appreciated that they are interested in a broader conversation than, like, faith having to look a certain way. So I like that they're always um, talking to people from various backgrounds about faith elements, even if it doesn't look a particular way. I'm into that. Discussion.
0: So what do you think modern Christianity should look like? Is it is it in the creeds? Hmm. Is it in the I believe in God the Father? Mm -hmm. You know, I you know, I you know, and his only son who's crucified. You know, do we is this all about the creed and saying? the right things hmm. is it is it i mean because this goes this goes i guess what i'm getting is like the faith versus works stuff right like in modern religion
2: mm-hmm.
0: what is what is most important
1: yeah i mean i think it goes back a little bit to what we were talking about last episode around the question of what what should or will the church look like in this coming century when um, attendance is going down or at least, like, leveling off a kind of across um, denominational lines for the most part. Um, and so, yeah, I just think I don't have an easy answer to that question, but I do think that there needs to be some thinking beyond just, like, counting the numbers of people that are there as being church or not. We need to think a little more broadly about what church could look like and, you know, how it looks to live out our faith in a way that, um, you know, can register with people in an age when um, there's real connotations to a particular kind of faith or theology. Mm -hmm. Like, how do we... um, How do we show our faith um, and what kind of actions do we take to get people to, um, you know, recognize what it should look like to be the church rather than what's often kind of the perception of it being like a place of rules and judgment and talking points. And, um, you know, what does it look like to, to be something that's more expansive and open to changing i don't know i'm rambling at this point too
0: no no i feel like that that's all good that's all good those are all good points um so two things um one thing i mentioned to my buddy today at lunch was this idea of still having a culturally christian part of me Mm -hmm. that so i know the lingo i know the the a lot of the creeds I know a lot of the verses I it's all part of me because it's part of my life experience and and he was wondering like is do I feel like that is still beneficial is there is there something good about that Hmm. and I think I mean I still I still have some trauma from Hmm. my own theology that I struggled with uh but I do think it allows me to engage with people, in a in a way that like I have can have an empathy if someone is wrestling with their faith or their what they believe. Mm-hmm. I can say, okay, yeah, I know, I because I've been there. Versus growing up unchurched mm-hmm. and being like, I sorry, I don't. I mean, I never believed in God, so I don't really know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's sort of a weird position to be in. But so that there's that one piece of is the being culturally Christian and going from church to unchurched is that valuable to what is it what does it mean? What is the definition of a Christian if there aren't creeds attached to it? Hmm. Like when does somebody stop being a Christian? I mean, obviously, if you reject it and say, no, don't call me that, don't give me that label, that's one thing. But what if you say, I see value in some aspects, Mm -hmm. but, like, someone says, I don't believe in the resurrection. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are parts of the New Testament, and I believe parts of the gospel that I value, and some of the teachings of Jesus are valuable, and, uh, I can embrace some of that, but some of the more magical or mystical parts of the text, they were just like, no, I, I, I can't get down with that. Mm-hmm. Can you, or should you still call yourself Christian or you just come up with some other definition of what you are?
1: Yeah. I have no good answers to these <laughs> questions. It's, but mean, it's
0: something that I thought about in, yeah. when I was at, I went to seminary. I'm like, right what, what is it, what does it mean? Like, is it, yeah. is it, cause if you have all of these pieces, cause if you look at the creed, you need to believe they, they say like, you know, the resurrection of the body and he ascended into heaven. Like mm-hmm. if you, by some definitions, if you were like, I mean, yeah, up until a certain point, I'm on board.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, part of it is, I guess, if you're getting, sort of bogged down in labels, um, that can be problematic, uh, you know, like kind of part of the problem I was talking about, about this club of being in or out or whatever. But I mean, there are a lot of people who have stopped calling themselves Christians and use Jesus follower if they don't like the baggage of that word, which I get the inclination there, but I also feel like, I mean, you're still... Christian though. (laughs) Like I don't, it's the same thing with evangelical for me. I think for a long time there's been this back and forth debate about we need to reclaim the word evangelical and what that means. And people saying, you know, evangelical is this or that. And I kind of generally never really cared one way or the other. Um, And I think the older I've gotten, the more I've understood kind of why people do make those distinctions and, and care a lot about those labels. But for me, I've never really, I think if you're worried too much about that, um, there's a little bit of like the missing the forest for the trees thing. Like,
0: yeah, you're, if you're concerned about whether or not someone is taking over evangelical, then maybe you're forgetting about your neighbor who is yeah suffering or, is hungry or
1: yeah. I I mean, it kind of goes back to what that quote, you know, I used in the last episode about, um, you know, preach the gospel at all times when necessary, use words like the idea being, it's kind of the like Christian is as Christian does. <laughs> like if you are living a life and, and acting in such a way that seems to be consistent with what, um, with how Jesus tells us to live in the gospels, then that seems like a clear indication to me of what that life should look like. than whether you call yourself a Christian or not, or an evangelical or not, I don't know if that <laughs> makes it's, sense.
0: No, I'm it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge for me because as I've sort of shifted and softened over these past five years, I'm, I think I'm more willing to admit that, you know, I I don't think I would have said five years ago that it's like, oh yeah, I'm okay with being, recognizing the cultural Christian side of me that I still, you know, I, I attend church on Christmas Eve and I still celebrate, christmas even though that has been co-opted as more of a secular holiday in a lot of ways but Mm -hmm. um and even caring to talk about religion as it's been it was a significant part of my life and still Mm -hmm. is in many ways despite my lack of belief in god but Mm -hmm. um I don't know. I still, I still find value in, in addressing some of this, yeah. some of these things.
1: Heady questions. Yep. Once again.
0: Once again, yeah, and I don't know if we're just sort of repeating ourselves, but it, it's something that's, it's sort of perpetually on my mind, yeah. and, and as, as, you know, I think about two thousand six. Seven Andrew, who was an earlier who's writing these songs about how the religious right was co opting Jesus and how that really frustrated me. It mm-hmm. still frustrates me mm-hmm. because I have people in my life, people of faith who are also rejecting a lot of the people in. The political discourse who maintain uh, an identity as a Christian mm-hmm. while at the same time would probably throw Jesus in prison.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I just think that it, it's worth coming back to, like you said, because I feel like I'm sure there are people out there who. If you know the world that we're talking about, I'm guessing you are probably all over the map at this point in terms of where people have landed um, and their outlook on things. And I think, like we've said, a lot of the folks who were burning the brightest in their faith, um, for the most part, a lot of those folks that I knew back then have, like, have lost their faith or at least have um, have come to a place where they recognize that they were very hurt by the Mm -hmm. culture that they grew up in and were formed by. Um, So I'm imagining that this conversation matters for a lot of people and, and whether we get all the details right or or are always articulate may not be the point, but yeah, yeah, if you, um, if you have ideas about any of this stuff or things we should talk about or things you want to share, like definitely hit us up. Uh,
0: Um. So, I want to pivot from that Mm -hmm. and take a hard turn into um, something less heady. So, we got an email from Nick Polk who says, Howdy, fellas. I just finished episode eight and decided to submit some super rad music from high school. I'm so happy about this. Yes. Before I do, though, I had a couple questions about Andrew's song, Moment of Weakness, parentheses, God bless Iraq. Now, this is a guy who's listening (laughs) and gets gets it because he said, Had you read Shane Claiborne's Irresistible Revolution? Mm -hmm. And if so... Was that part of your influence in writing that song, or any of your other music? Were there other quote emergent fellows that influenced either you or John's thinking and/or music writing? Hmm. So, good question. This this might have seemed like a turn, but in a way, this is very much on point with what we're talking about. Sure. That this this connection to politics and religion and so Shane Claiborne I actually never read Irresistible Revolution but uh, it's on my
1: bookshelf if you want to borrow
0: <laughs> well it's is uh it's the one that looks like it's covered in <laughs> duct tape and it's I think yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's like supposed to look like a mm-hmm. you know haphazardly assembled book right but I'm pretty sure it's a is it a Zondervan
1: yeah, publication? So. yeah mm-hmm. it
0: was pretty but I I actually went to uh, Shane Claiborne for a couple years, or maybe more than a couple years, had a festival at his family farm right. called Papa Festival. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Papa stood for People Against Poverty and Apathy. Yeah, that sounds right. And I went there and yeah, like, so in, in a, in a sense that like I was in and around the Shane Claiborne emerging, Mm -hmm. uh, church kind of scene back in 2006. Uh, yes, I was, a I was sort of influenced by that in a sense that my moment of weakness song, God bless Iraq, was influenced by that in uh, in particular. No, I just think that I was in a place at that time that, uh, I think sort of paralleled some of what Shane was Mm -hmm. talking about and Shane was preaching. Mm -hmm. Um, so great question, great observation. I appreciate that. Uh, Nick continues that he said that he was in a band in high school called Gold Amongst Thieves,
2: Ooh, good name.
0: influenced by 2 Peter three ten. He said he wanted to help save people from the rapture slash hell. LOL. <laughs> uh, they were a three piece alternative punk, post punk type of deal, uh, from Venice Florida. Cool. And he, he sent he sent us a song.
1: It's pretty rad that he sent this in.
0: So he says, Nick says, Now, this is the first song we ever recorded circa 2010-2011. We recorded directly into our friend's version of Bandcamp, and it is just awful. <laughs> it has a self-titled song called Gold Amongst Thieves. It was super evangelical, and the production and lyrics are super cringy. I only sing the scream vocals. And you can hear my friend's dog barking <laughs> in the background at one point. Perfect. Um, so he gives us permission to play some of the song. So yeah, we're I absolutely it. want to hear some of this. So this is the uh, podcast <laughs> debut of Gold Amongst Thieves, mm-hmm. and this is the first time I'll hear it as well. So I'm
2: excited. Can't wait.
3: Oh yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, Thick ass bass.
1: It sounds like you got a five string or tuned way down.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: If you can see what's Oh, that's pretty good. Christ, me. Bring your kingdom. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the of
1: yes. oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is it two different guys singing? Yeah, he said okay. he only, he, he does this, Nick does the screams. The screams, got it. You. No
3: <laughs> loss of apple
1: time.
2: Oh man!
1: Oh uh, yes! I really want to hear that dog. Yeah, I'm, I want
0: to. I want to hear the very what? good, the very good boy in the background. <laughs>
3: Was a good boy. Bark, <laughs> bark, <laughs> arf, arf.
0: I actually, it's not bad. It's no, it's not. It's not. It's not bad. <laughs> I think if I heard this when I was in high school, I would have been like,
1: "Hell yes. yeah!" At a live show or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: I cannot stand These chains that Bring me down I fall down On my knees creatures <laughs> the Sorry
0: We don't mean to laugh This is just Making us so happy I mean to laugh A little
3: bit I think Nick
1: does too Sure
3: All right
1: that is my oh, way. Is there going to be a breakdown? breakdown.
0: Let's see. Back to the
2: chorus. Jump, Probably a little
1: tuning needed beforehand.
0: Well, they. Um, I mean, they just got. They just got so. They just got so metal. I mean, he just probably went out of tune. Yeah, dude. Uh, Nick, Nick, thank thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. That is so, that is so awesome. <laughs>
1: Please, people, send us
0: your. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm really <laughs> thrilled that somebody reached out with their. Because I, as I've said, I was sort of out there by myself mm-hmm. early on because my my high school. Music versus Tiger Jack just did not, did not measure up.
1: In case uh, Andrew's solo work last episode didn't impress you enough, we have some more Andrew jams to hear.
0: Oh my! Oh my! This episode. Okay. So yes, we. So as I think we've probably stated, I'm sure we've said in, in previous episodes that we are both huge harry potter nerds Mm -hmm. i've been a harry potter nerd for many 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 years Mm -hmm. and my dog is named harry potter yes if you have the last name potter and you don't do
1: that i mean it's kind of a waste of a dog name (laughs) yeah and you're not doing
0: you're not doing
1: (laughs) couldn't do that to the kids no (laughs) it's a little too rough
0: no that, that that's true um but but her her full given christian name Harriet. Harriet. She's a girl dog. She is, she is a girl. But we and she's, call her Harriet. And she's she's an adorable smush face. She's the dog who lived. <laughs> yep. John actually carved a lightning <laughs> bolt into her face. But you wouldn't be able to see it because of all the wrinkles anyway. Yeah. Don't add me, PETA. <laughs> um, so... That all that to say, in so this album came out in two thousand seven, uh, the Secret Weapon album. But um, in two thousand eight, sort of in and around this time, I started working on a project called I called myself Ollivander. Yes, so, I mean this
1: was like a whole scene for a while. Yes,
0: it was something called Wizard Rock. <laughs> there were there were a number of bands. The most well-known band was Harry and the Potters. Mm -hmm. And it was a duo, a brother group. They're from, I think they're from Boston and they wrote songs about Harry Potter and they would perform them at libraries. And it was like encouraging kids (laughs) to read. And so So they would dress up in like the green sweaters and have the Harry Potter glasses. And they would play sort of like this punk rock, um, aesthetic with, with but all about Harry Potter and so this sort of exploded into a thing, and I was immediately on board. So, this was in the very much in the MySpace days mm-hmm. and the best days. <laughs> Can't we just go back to the MySpace days? So the, yeah, I had I had a uh, a MySpace an Ollivander MySpace and. Does it still exist? um, I'm sure, yes, I'm sure it does. Because sometimes I get random emails. It's like, oh yeah, so myspace.com slash Ollivander Rock. That was my MySpace page. Yes. And it's still, I still have a couple songs up there. But anyway, so I took the name Ollivander for the wand maker. And I wrote and recorded an entire album called the unseen mark of love year one awesome. and
1: the, I really wish there were more
0: years. Than I just, well, one. I started working on year two at one mm. point, but it, it's a project. it it took yeah. me, it took me a little while, but I wrote a song for each chapter of the first Harry Potter book. So there are 17 chapters in the first book. There are 17 songs and, um, it's, It's probably my most nerdy, but it was probably me at my most creative, because when you have source material already, Mm -hmm. it kind of helps that creative process a little bit. So, John, um, do you have any particular (laughs) songs? Do you think I should?
1: I know that we need to hear Troll in the Dungeon at some point. Okay. (laughs) But maybe we lead up to that. Okay. Um so yeah, give you, us your do, punkest.
0: My my punkest mm-hmm. well my punkest would probably be um turn it up to nine and three quarters.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's a riff, people. Sand Andrew earlier, it's like legit musically, but also obviously thematically. I mean, incredible.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so, I told John off the pod. Um, pardon me for one moment. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: There Boom. you
0: go. Um, that I tried to match the tone of the chapter. So. I have some songs that are more sentimental and emotional, some songs that are a little bit more silly. Mm -hmm. Um but let's let's see, how about we'll do we'll do Mars Evil Lurks About. Mm.
1: Shout out to all the centaurs.
3: Malvoy looks like was friends for intervention Sweetie. There was a this crossbow looking hardcore They're searching for what's through the blood of a unicorn The forest floor, abuse that werewolf, gas skin, and i not fast enough to commit this sin Mars is bright tonight, it can only mean one thing Evil lurks about, evil lurks about Mars is bright tonight, in case you haven't Innocence was a to for someone's selfish game
0: So yes. coming up in this song, I try to do a little bit of a rap Oh man, so get ready for some hot bars Victims are innocent just like it is when a phone's been. The sentences <laughs> are eloquent but they don't make a sense. The questions are basic and we embrace them with stall And It's amazing the patience at the race when the time's wasted. The searching and wandering for burdens and pondering for food and slaughtering. Cause there's some sort of offering when they notice the creature who's cloaked to his head is hanging over. a your mouth open and blood draining. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> drinking milk no from you. and There's nothing shame. They must
3: be so bitter. I'm missing for no But the The blood upon their lips costs I have to rise, a hefty price. The cursed blood. To to power so he can kill Harry But Voldemort doesn't know that it's not that easy to kill the boy who left.
1: Amazing Boom Thank you for sharing
0: this You are welcome
1: Did you know MC Chris?
0: Mm, I did not
1: His whole thing is like being like a white nerdy rapper but he would rap i believe he had several songs about harry potter and star wars and smart cartoons uh (laughs) you should you should look him up
0: shout out to mc chris yep hit us up on the pod (laughs) um john maybe we should get a little emotional just real quick before we get super metal let's do it so i have a song called the mirror
1: uh, of Aeristad.
0: Of course. The one and only. <laughs> so for those who are not familiar with the mirror of Aerosid, I'm the, just
1: laughing right now at all the people who are like <laughs> All these guys talk about is religion. This one they're gonna be like they're talking Harry about, Potter.
0: What, what the hell is going on? <laughs> we told you to skip ahead. Yeah. This is on you. Yeah. This is on you. Mike. If you if you're listening if you're listening to this far into the podcast, like forty some <laughs> minutes, then deal with it so the mirror of said <laughs> is a mirror that it doesn't show you the future what it shows you is the desires of your heart the truest desires of your heart
1: up until like a month ago it would have shown the new mxpx album if i looked <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, for most people it'd be like yeah for me right now it's where is my goddamn vinyl yeah that's right? what I, that is where
1: what I, is the poking at where's your punk? where's the
0: poke at your punk yeah i am crying so, but this song is called The Mirror. Yes.
3: Half George, mm. half sadness, staring in
0: the eyes of his parents,
2: a king.
1: Little strings.
2: Yeah.
0: Is there screaming coming?
1: Out, no. And
3: okay. I have my lighter
1: out. <laughs>
0: This is a slow jam. It's a long song too. It's 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 six minutes long, so I will not. But yeah, but it's also because at the end I get into this very layered. Um.
3: It's real
0: I was listening to. A lot of brand new and taking back Sunday. Mm -hmm. So you gotta like layer on layer on layer Mm -hmm. of different vocal parts. Okay. So
1: you start. good shit. There you go.
0: And if you haven't skipped ahead already,
1: (laughs) (laughs) troll in the dungeons. Mm. Here it comes. Epic. so good
0: open that pit up
1: all the trolls in the pit.
0: <laughs> i would love to see a troll circle pit that would Man. be that would be a super brutal circle pit that is amazing so
1: yeah if you that, demand an olivander reunion uh <laughs> the hashtag is
0: hashtag
1: Ollivander reunion
0: <laughs> that is a brilliant hashtag um you the know people demand it yeah the <laughs> and tiger jack reunion obviously the most <laughs> unnecessary reunion of uh, all time
1: i mean it's just you and me playing the songs to each other i think it should happen <laughs> us just us
0: sitting in a room being like you want if you want...
1: it's real or
0: not it's right we can pull it off we'll pull it off yep so um,
1: <laughs> should we pause to collect ourselves yes and, and, and then
0: tra- return, transition mm-hmm. yep so when we come back we will be discussing the eighth mxpx full-length proper album yeah, 2007 look. secret weapon Right, we are back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, you sound excited <laughs> to talk about secret weapon. I have some thoughts. You so this is I'm I have I have a feeling that this is going to be almost a mirror of like like how I was you know, dunking on Before Everything Before and everything. After, and you were like, yeah, "It's you know, I feel like I'm okay with it more than you. I feel like we're going to have almost a similar, uh, like like a reverse.
1: It might be. I don't dislike this record as much as you dislike Before Everything.
0: I I don't dislike this record as much as Before <laughs> Everything and After. Yeah. I think this is a better record than Before Everything and After.
1: I will say that... Man, I'm shooting all my shots already here. You're but, blowing your load here. <laughs> yeah. I was shooting trying to go for a little <laughs> less a less jizzy excess. <laughs> and now we've just gone all the way over the line. So, yep. um I feel like I really love some of the songs on Before Everything and After. It also contains my least favorite MXPX songs. I don't really love any of the songs on this album. Okay. I don't dislike that many. But um, yeah, I, it's probably my least favorite MXPX album.
0: Wow, you're 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 <laughs> dropping that truth bomb.
1: I think so. I there mean, I think everybody much... else
0: can already assume that. <laughs> know what my least favorite is too. Yeah. But I mean, Secret Weapon is not my least favorite, but okay. it's. Um. So let's let's yeah. just let's get into the. So this album was dropped in. Uh, July of 2007, Mm -hmm. July 16th, 2007, and produced by Aaron Sprinkle and back on Tooth and Nail.
1: Shocking developments.
0: Very shocking development. They went from A&M for um, Before Everything and After Mm -hmm. to Side One Dummy with the next record of Panic Mm -hmm. to Tooth and Nail for their next record so within three records they were on three different labels
1: yeah and if people have information (laughs) on what the backstory is there i'm really curious because going back to tooth and nail is a really interesting thing for them to do right after a lot of the clearly bad blood there for a while um i know daniel mxpx memes posited in our talk with him that It may have been partially about getting the back catalog back, uh, publishing stuff. So yeah, who knows, but uh, yeah, I, it's a surprising move and it's a surprising sound for going back to tooth and nail. We'll get into it later.
0: Yeah. You know, okay. So here's, here's what I'll say. Uh, Aaron Sprinkle, I like Aaron Sprinkle and his, Mm -hmm. his music. I liked when he was in poor old Lou. I liked his solo stuff. I remember in college, I bought his album lackluster, which was sort of, it was like a best of some of his earlier stuff. And I really liked his songwriting and on this record, I, I'm i curious how much of an influence Aaron Sprinkle had on some of the elements of this album that I really feel like are not MXPX sounds. Yeah. Because he actually does some background vocals hmm. on a number of songs. Yeah.
1: I mean, in terms of production sheen and poppiness, it would make a lot more sense for this to be the one that came after before everything. Yes. Um, rather than, okay, they went kind of full pop punk band for before everything went back to the skate punk roots for panic and then kind of went to the middle of those things. I'd say like leaning a little heavier toward the before era for secret weapon. Maybe. So
0: I, I feel like, I on I think this album has it's a blending of both panic and before yeah. everything and That's after fair. Uh, in terms of the production syrupy quality mm-hmm. of before everything and after and some of the more heavier uh riffy mm-hmm. songwriting of panic and also a little bit of dark and a little bit yeah. of edge right that yeah. in in, i i had a memory of this album being positive and -hmm. like there's some from beginning to end being positive but then i'm like looking through and re-listening i'm like wait this there are some darker moments yeah on this record
1: yeah i i wonder if it's kind of the same thing that we were Suggesting about before where like I think I'd like some of these songs better with different production, maybe.
0: Um I I think I would like this record a little bit better if it wasn't almost fifty minutes long. Yeah,
1: as usual. It as is too long.
0: It's too per Mike's admission. long. Yeah. Do you this okay, so John, I told you off pod that I did an alternate Secret Weapon, Mm -hmm. and I, with my omissions, I cut this down to 36 minutes. That sounds better. (laughs) 12 songs. Okay. It doesn't need to be... It does not need to be almost 50 minutes long. No. And the songs that I excluded, release them, because they they have some special edition tracks already for this record. Mm -hmm. You don't need a 50 minute it just doesn't
1: 17 songs with the secret track
0: yeah this album it's like what are you going back to poking at you
1: well we haven't heard from aaron sprinkle
0: with mxpx since poking at you so yeah that's right
1: but it couldn't be more different it couldn't
0: be more different than no it's true but if you think about the two longest albums in their discography, mm. both have Aaron Sprinkle attached.
1: <laughs> so, and then they're gone again after this one on Tooth and Nail. They um, are, yeah. So, yeah, interesting so, moment.
0: Yeah, I don't know what what is going on. But this album, it's almost like they're like a... This is also going back to, in, in a way, going back to before, before Everything and After Era because it... It has all the features. Mm -hmm. This album is all about the features. Yeah, yeah. So you got got Benji back back in the booth. Um, You got Brian from Bad Religion. You got Tim from Sugar Cult. And then for some reason, uh, he's not widely attributed on on Wikipedia or on other sites, Mm -hmm. but... uh, Louis DiFabrizio does some backup vocals on you're on fire. Mm. And I'm surprised that he's not shouted out because I think he's also does some backup vocals on left, um, left the left coast punk EP, but he, I think he's in a band like maybe like, a like a Bremerton band or a Washington band state Mm. band. And he's, so he's, done work with mike um on this album and i think the left coast live not left coast live left coast punk ep comes out two years after this so they end up working together again um but he's yeah he's not like really shouted out but his his vocals are kind of unique
1: yeah it's interesting because there's a couple songs where i was like it doesn't say anything about a feature but there's clearly somebody other than mike or tom singing here yes
0: so. and that would be um, louis d louis d good old louis d and i we'll get we'll get to it but yeah john why don't we why don't we jump back in? I think up. it's time back it up or back <laughs> pack it up pack it in <laughs> I, thought,
1: I thought you were saying let's go back to where we were at where in were 2007
0: we? oh where were john where were you in 2007
1: where i was in 2007 i was still living still in dc washington dc per last step um
0: you didn't move back to Minnesota. <laughs>
1: not yet well yeah and did uh, you
0: did you move back to Minnesota? no i never for did time? okay
1: um and i was working at bread for the world and um doing a lot of Lobbying on anti-poverty campaigns on the hill. You're
0: a lobbyist.
1: Well, a lobbyist for good things.
0: Dark money.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Are
0: you part of no the money. deep state? <laughs> yes, I am. Um, Are the black helicopters coming? <laughs> Gay frogs. <laughs> this just turned into an Alex Jones podcast. I think we better
1: put on Alex Jonestown Massacre. <laughs> was that the name of the yeah.
0: Mass- Yep, it was.
1: Um, shout out to Alex Jonestown Massacre. And uh, anyway, yeah, I don't remember too much about what I was doing like culturally at that time, but I do, um, I mean, I looking back on 2007 albums, it was Radiohead, In yeah, Rainbows, in in Rainbows yeah. Kanye's Graduation, uh, Arcade Fire's Neon Bible, MIA's uh, Kala, The National Boxer. I think those were kind of the, the big ones for me at the time, but yeah, I don't, it wasn't like a particularly, um, like, oh, I really remember 2007 and everything that was going on necessarily. Uh, what were you, what were you doing in
0: 2007? Uh, 2007, um, not, not a super memorable year for me. I had got, I got married the year before. I remember this was the, the time of me really struggling with like trying to find work, trying to figure out what am I doing? How am I supporting my family? Mm -hmm. And, you know, being in my, was, I I think I was 23. So Mm -hmm. I was trying to carve out an identity, trying to figure out how to be an adult for the first time, like by myself, living by, well, not by myself, but living on my own rather. Um, With, with my wife and just trying to figure out how to be an adult. Yeah. And, but I was still very much playing music and recording music, obviously. And, uh, I, I think I was in another, I was in a, in a couple bands between, between 2006 and 2013, I was in, um three different bands and one of them was at the end of college one of them was in like little bit after in 2007 2008 Mm -hmm. and so i was still playing i was still playing music still very much trying to figure out can i be an artist can Mm -hmm. i do this um you know tip 2 to past andrew <laughs> you can't you can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah sadly yeah. it's it's one of those really sad things where i came to this realization in 2012 that being a part-time artist is so fucking hard yeah if if you want to be a musician a comedian um mm-hmm. uh, um whatever something where you're just like you have a craft Mm -hmm. you have to just be like i'm okay with going into debt so i can specifically focus on this thing and i came to the realization after many years of being like it's just hard and unless i'm committing to it it's just not going to happen yeah so um it took me another five years to figure that out from this point in my life, Mm -hmm. 2007 me.
1: Yeah. I remember thinking like, maybe I could pull together enough freelance writing gigs to sustain that as its own thing. And it was quickly like, no, I can't do that. Some people can props to them, but I think I lack the organization to make that a thing.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, I, I envy people who do, and, you know, I've heard numerous, like, I, I was also during that period of time trying to do some acting. I was doing some acting classes. I was doing some, um, some productions where I was doing some, just like staged readings and stuff. And I was like really desperately trying to do something in the arts and, it's hard it's 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 hard hard. unless you like i've heard a lot of actors say don't get into acting unless you absolutely have no other choice unless you absolutely unquestionably need to do it
1: yeah shout out to the terrible um one act showcase we were both in in college (laughs)
0: Um, you're going to need to be more specific.
1: <laughs> I think there was only one that we were both in. We didn't. We weren't in a play together, but we were in the same showcase where it was like...
0: Oh, I I was in Fun. Yeah. Or you, or Is that even, where you were like... Where I took the, my shirt off? Yes. The, yeah.
1: the punk guy who's out of control or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the really super dark... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one act. It wasn't a one act. It was one of the longer <laughs> right. productions. It was like 30 minutes for a one act play.
1: Yeah. And Jenny and I were in another production within that showcase um, which
0: one was which one was yours
1: we were like in a nursery and fighting we were like a former yes! couple yes 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 um, i remember now it was written by jason kadems who did like my so called life and friday night lights and all that stuff um so anyway yeah jenny and i were the only theater scholarship recipients in our class i think so wow. we did plenty of terrible theater in college. And I remember like one of our friends who did, she moved to LA and she went on to be an actor was like, <laughs> we were at some party at the end of college and she was like, had had a few drinks and she was like, you have to use your gift. You can't not use it. And I was like, I don't have the drive to do this. I don't have the thick skin to get rejected at oh, auditions all man. the time. Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm way too sensitive yeah. to if one tweet gets under my skin and I have to address it twice in two separate podcasts. Yeah. 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 I'm just too sensitive to be like, to go to Hollywood and be like, here's my soul. Please don't hurt me (laughs) too much. Careful with me. (laughs) It's Um, fragile. It's like a peach. It's like a Fabergé peach. Oh man. Just crumbling before your eyes.
1: (laughs) Speaking of um, fragility. This is the best I could do for a transition. Are uh, we talking we talk white, about... white
0: fragility, what kind of fragility <laughs> are we talking about?
1: Yeah, man. Um, mm, sure, but the no, I was going to say what MXPX had been up to since we last uh, heard from them. Let's say uh, in 2006, they released "Let's Rock" as we talked about a little bit. Yes, they released the "Let It Happen" Deluxe Edition. Which we will get we'll into get to
0: the the ep-eps eventually.
1: <laughs> it was also the year that the city of Bremerton used, moved to Bremerton in a campaign and they yes. got a key to the city. Yes. Solid work guys.
0: I'm pretty sure that is still the MXPX. Like
1: the Wikipedia. The
0: Wikipedia image I believe after, after all these years.
1: Oh no. Well, I think if you scroll down,
0: there, there it is.
1: <laughs> um, looking <laughs> Mike, rad with their. Mike
0: rocking the deuces. <laughs> And by, this uh, guy with some hot pleated khakis. <laughs> Bill
1: Gates-looking Bill Gates-looking
0: guy. Um, Mayor Kerry Bozeman. I love
1: his work. And yes. uh, they also, getting to the fragility, released this song, The Setting Sun, for a video game called Prey, which I had never heard uh, until preparing for this episode. And Mike rocks some impressive falsetto yeah. on this one.
0: I, I don't know if I have heard in any other mxpx song a a falsetto for mike
1: this might be i can't think of any others it's pretty good though i like the song
0: right off the bat it sounds different yeah
3: So
1: interesting sound
0: yeah this is yeah it is not a sound that i'm used to hearing from mxpx at all Mm -mm. that it strikes me like when we listen to you know we joked about um on before everything and after we kind of joked about how um Don't Walk Away is the best best U2 song from Mm -hmm. 2003, and how that was a very un-MXPX song. Mm -hmm. But this is also very, very different.
1: Yeah. I don't dislike it.
0: No, I don't dislike it either. It feels kind of... I would would take the setting sun (laughs) over any number of songs (laughs) on Seeker Weapon. I think that's correct. Is that our cue to to dive in? Yep. So we will start with the title track, Secret Weapon. is my number one all right interesting i
1: can see why that would be the case it did not make my list
0: it did not make your list at all
1: no that is
0: that is interesting
1: (laughs) yeah i think it's kind of indicative of how i'm gonna feel about the rest of the album like I, i don't dislike it it just feels kind of boring to me i don't know
0: so it's i one of the reasons i like it is it starts it it gets it's very much like the traditional mxpx start let's start off with a really solid um chord progression or riff or something and then it gets into the chorus really quick yeah it's there's not they're not wasting any time it's barely two minutes long I think it's a solid. It's a solid album opener. Yeah,
1: it's a good album opener. It's a good first song. It's a good first single too, which it yeah. was. Um, and this, I mean, I feel like there's some surprising single choices on this record. Like, usually, at least for the last few albums, I've talked about my problem of the singles often being kind of my least favorite or overproduced. Yeah, um, that is not so much the case here. I feel like the popular ones were not generally chosen as the singles on this record. And no,
0: yeah, it's, I, I mean, with the exception of you're on fire yeah. of the four singles,
1: which is a lot of singles by the way.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of singles. And also one of them being, so I'll tell you right now that all th- three of my top three are from the singles. Okay. Which I did not realize until looking at them right now. Yeah. But so one thing I want to draw attention to is um, so of the singles. Um, so the first one is "Secret Weapon," and there's a music video for it. Did yeah, you is. watch? Did you watch the music videos? I sure did. Okay.
1: Big step up from the panic videos.
0: So yes, it's funny because it seems like "Tooth and Nail." actually yeah, right. has a music video budget right. as opposed to um side, one dummy. side I one mean, dummy i don't know
1: what the maybe they're comparable in terms of funding available but well I e- don't know. either
0: i mean <laughs> you you discussed that the between the two music videos that they had for panic <laughs> it was like probably a couple bucks between them. I think them. they
1: found the money in the couch cushions of the <laughs> Sidewind Dummy lobby.
0: Yeah. And this one, they these music videos, they clearly hired an yeah. editor. They look They They got profesh. some They got some props. They had They're some, breaking a lot of they stuff. They br- had plenty of shit to destroy. So let's just talk about Secret Weapon yeah. in the music video because um, first off, it's black and white. Mm-hmm. So straight up punk as fuck
1: love it you know mike himself looks punk af
0: mike is super punk is he's got the mohawk he he has ditched the guy liner the shaggy black hair
1: (laughs) this is a Mike i can get on board
0: with this is i'm back on board super attracted to mike (laughs) in these music videos but the thing that's funny is in in the secret weapon music video and the shut it down music video. Mm-hmm. Mike is performing to the camera in such absurd ways, he's doing a lot like, of gestures lots of gestures, so much <laughs> so many hand gestures and arm gesticulations. Camera's usually low angle low <laughs> angle. He's got the big wide arms. He's got the hands going towards the camera
2: yeah
0: and and then, um. You know, I I think it's cool that The Secret Weapon, it's got a crowd, so I think that's yeah. kind of neat,
1: but... Is it the same overpass as Punk Rock Show? Like, is it a little homage, perhaps? Oh, I didn't... The I video didn't, for that? Remember, they were rocking under a...
0: The, yeah, It looks kind of
1: like a similar setting.
0: I didn't... I didn't... It's probably not. I mean, there's, like, a fence, so... Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, but, no, there's, like... But they... It's got this, like, super shaky camera kind of thing going on. It's got... The smashing guitars.
1: Poor Yuri is barely in it. <laughs> at first, I was even like, "Is is that a different guy?" Because it was like somebody in a hoodie the whole time, and they never show him. And then
0: finally, at the he's end, like, they let he's him got, like he's move got, around a little. Got the, he's got the sticks. He's yeah. like, "What's up?" Mm-hmm. And then they destroy Yuri's drum kit. Yeah, they do. um Yeah, I feel like,
1: yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a rocket song, like. We said Brian Baker, Bad Religion, Minor Thread. I think he's doing those solos. Yeah, he's—it's um,
0: definitely his guitar solo. yeah and
1: yeah, it's got the the kind of so the sound is one thing, but the here's some of that sweet acts.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to get to the Brian Baker.
1: Um, the like
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a very bad. That religion sounds like Bad Religion. Yeah, can we um, can we just talk? Let's just take a pause for a second and just throw to how amazing bad religion is. Yes. I just love, I love them. Anyway. Okay. They are great. They are great. Greg um, Raffin, you're, you're my dog. And, Let's get you on the pod.
1: Yeah, please. Um, I think, yeah, it's surprising. Cause like it, at least lyrically, again, this does feel like a positive message. It feels different from panic. You know, panic was very depression heavy as we talked about this record thematically, it does acknowledge depression a fair amount, but it, it usually then moves to like challenging yourself to like pick yourself up. Yeah. Kind of. Um... It's a bootstraps,
0: it's <laughs> yeah. a bootstraps album. Exactly. And, uh, in, in some of one of my maybe unfair critiques of this record, I, in one of some of my original writing and sort of looking at this album, I think I called it like, the Joel Osteen of <laughs> pop punk albums, just like self
1: actualization. Yeah. Just yeah.
0: sort of like you got it within you, <laughs> you can do it. And it's not like I think that's necessarily a bad sure. message. Uh Of course I want people to feel positive and feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are realities where it's like, no, it's not up to you. It's mm-hmm. not always up to you. Sure. Like yes, there are ways that you can like um not be a dick and not be um super negative all the time or you can be stop being a pessimist about things, but there are outside forces that can be yeah. working against you at all times. Um so
1: I mean, I don't know if it was the singles or kind of that message overall, but it seemed to work pretty well. I mean, number 76 on Billboard, 200 it charted. It's pretty good. It's um, not bad. Number one on Billboard's Christian chart.
0: They obviously. they they were nominated for a Dove Award. There you go. You know, it's, it's the big time.
1: The positive lyrics were, were resonating with the Dove folks. <laughs> um, should we move on to the third single of the
0: album? Um... Which would be shut it down. Which should be shut it down. Which would be my number two. Oh, okay. A little clash homage. Yep, yeah. This is a public service
1: announcement. With guitar.
0: i had to look for that line
1: (laughs) i think we just went to mike's delivery corner
0: yes we did (laughs) not some Um, digital image not some digital image what's it gonna be a chat room (laughs) or your family now now (laughs) now now john (laughs) um how many chat rooms were you personally hitting up in 2007
1: i don't know i was too busy just throwing away my cell phone you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> your, I just, flip, your flip phone, flip <laughs> phone. You're throwing it into a
1: canyon. I feel like talking about throwing away your cell phone in chat rooms. I'm like, isn't this like 1997, not 2007? Like, it's, it feels embarrassingly dated. Right? No,
0: it's that. Um, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> I said it's a it's a jam. The guitar riff is great, but the lyrics and the video, <laughs> yeah. date it in such an embarrassing way. You know, they're they're smashing these standard deaf TVs with the baseball bat. Yeah. They have a close up shot of a flip phone. Yeah. And throwing like, it off a roof. Throwing it no, they're like it's some they're like playing on some cliffside or something. <laughs> And they're like s- feels, smashing like this really large yeah. computer monitor. It feels like
1: office space. <laughs> like it the does. scene where they go to the field and bash up the printer—that's basically what the it video does. is.
0: Yeah, but again, also like the sneaker weapon video, smashing guitars, mm-hmm. smashing, destroying things. Mike is being performative directly into the camera again, mm. and um, and. <laughs> It's like, did J.J. Abrams direct this? Because there's so much lens flare. There's a lot.
2: Yeah. There's a I mean, lot it
0: looks
1: of... good. It's like no, a the... slick video. It's very but...
0: slick. It's very slick, but it's, it's uh, also like if you if you have like, uh, uh, like, if you're sensitive to th- like it could make you nauseous. <laughs> it's a lot of moving camera. It, but um.
1: Yeah. yeah. This I was fun. I was
0: I was also just thinking. I looked up some dates. So mm-hmm. this was released like I said, in July of 2007, Mm -hmm. when social media was in its absolute infancy. Mm -hmm. So Twitter was founded barely a year before. Mm -hmm. Facebook was only open to everyone in September of 2006. Mm. So not even a year uh, available to everybody. And Google bought YouTube in November of 2006. So... Yes. So Mike seems to be addressing a topic that in a way it's like he was maybe a little ahead of his time about talking about the, um, you know, this idea of like shutting it down. It's about, you know, be more present and maybe being distracted by things that are not real. So I don't disagree with the message at all it's it poetically (laughs) it's just it just it hits the ear in you know you need a real friend not some digital image it's like okay i i get what you're saying uh but even still like it's a this is this is overall I'll just say, that since we're talking about it right now, but overall, one of my critiques of this record is not going to have to do with the music. I think, for the most part, the song writing, or the the craft of writing the songs and the music, mm-hmm. they're mostly good. Mm-hmm. And mostly, I'm, I'm on board with it. It's the lyrics and some of the overproduction... Mm-hmm that to me is just like takes yeah. me back to before everything and after where it's just like, dude, agreed. What's happening? Because like there's nothing with like the, the, the shut it down. Yeah. It's the riff is great. I do like the riff. It's super cool. And uh, I like the whoa whoas oh, 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 on the chords. Yeah. It sounds it sounds super good. It's it's the lyrics that are just like
2: mm.
0: I don't know. It uh,
1: it definitely feels. I mean, it's got the guy from Sugar Cult on it, it like you said, which Panic producer Gavi Mac. Gabby Mac. He produced a lot of Sugar Cults, so I wonder if that was the connection. There he is. I really like. I have no idea.
0: I. Re- Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say I have no idea who Sugar Cult is, but yeah. he sounds okay there. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I also really like the alternate whoa, where they go oh, yeah, down. That's cool. I like. That. I am I that I'm super on board with. Yeah. So you know, you remember how in Panic you were saying like. You listen to a verse and you're like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then you get to a certain part you're yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. alright, I'm on board, I forgive. <laughs> but like that 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 end part with the with the I'm into it.
1: The layered vocals. Yeah. How could you not be?
0: Yeah.
3: Shut it down.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else to shut it down? Mm, not for me. All right. Well, sh- shut it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Overly poppy for me personally. Um
0: yes. Uh my note that I wrote down was inoffensive pop punk song, positive, yeah, fine. More
1: self-actualization.
0: It's yeah, there's nothing about this song that is like, no, it's it's it's, it's fine. fine. It's yeah. fine. It's,
1: That's kinda how I feel about this whole record.
0: Yeah. Um I have nothing to say nope. about Here's <laughs> to the Life. No. <laughs> I have some other things to say. Oh boy, I got a lot of things.
3: They said we need to kick it harder. They said rewrite the lyrics smarter. We can't quite smell platinum yet. Cause everybody wants to.
1: into this
0: nope (laughs) i this so i have um i you know like i said i had an alternate Mm. version of secret weapon this song gets cut yeah because first off haven't we already been down this road i believe we heard this song when it was called (laughs) next big thing it was on ever passing moment right and I think he's still
1: I, wounded from that but, era. Perhaps. So here's
0: what I'm wondering. Like, first off, um, what what year was this song meant for? Yeah. Is so this this seems to be a little more pointed, not necessarily at you know, because next big thing was like you know all the ba- bands want to sound the same but right. this one is like this is about a and it's maybe. like specifically this is about they they're trying to like yeah. manufacture the bands man, the images and um also in 2007 who's who's saying to sound like Eddie Vedder <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this is this it is what I'm saying what year is this because yeah. pearl jam is not <laughs> a thing in 2007 no no i mean It's so. I'm just like this song seems so so out of place. Yeah,
1: it's just it's goofy. It It, feels like
0: it feels it feels tongue in cheek. It feels like wink wink wink. You know, but did so? Do you know the song um, "Still Waiting" by Sum Forty One? Probably not. Um, Okay, I don't actually. I don't know if I have it um, on my my. But uh, so they have a music video for their, their songs still waiting. And mm-hmm. it's genius. Cause they started off with the band walking into this music producer office. Mm. And he's like this guy, he's like, he doesn't care about them as a band. He's right. like, he's like, look, guys, Sum Forty One. You know, the number bands are out. Blink One Eighty Two, <laughs> Green mm-hmm. Day Seventy Five. Nobody, nobody. You need to be. You know, the number bands are out. It's all about the Strokes. Mm-hmm. You know, the Hives. I do whatever. I remember this. And yeah. so he's like the sums, right. huh, guys, the sums. And so it's that to me is sure. like, um, I feel like Sum Forty One addressed that in this more funny way in the music video mm-hmm. than necessarily in the content of the lyrics of the song where it's like, sound like Eddie Vedder, <laughs> do this. And just like, sort of like hammering it like yeah. over, over your head with like the, and like calling the song, right. you know, top of the charts. That's just <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> this is not a particularly nuanced no, record <laughs> it's, for it's the boys. Not.
0: No, is no, is not. Speaking um, of which Speaking of which
3: You wake up in the morning, don't remember a face. But now your face is turned back from Mega's face. Face, face, everything, you fever dream.
2: You are your
0: Song.
1: (laughs) I had the same. I actually thought it was just that song for a second. Yeah. (laughs) It's but it it goes to some interesting places later.
0: Okay. So We'll get to we'll get to the parts about this song that again top of the charts. It's little wink wink, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: punk rock celebrity. Again, another wink wink, tongue in cheek. It's it's not supposed to be necessarily like the most sincere or like heartfelt, but i i don't i really don't understand what this song is doing on this record
1: they definitely go for like an epic feel at one point with the slowdown and the breakdown with the piano and the trumpets which like i guess i can respect that they're going for something but it doesn't work for me (laughs)
0: no no prc nope. PRC, yeah. prc prc is not a thing no. <laughs> this is this is all aaron sprinkle You've
3: made such you a think? Big mess.
0: it's gotta be
3: <laughs> but let's call it success.
0: I yeah i don't know
1: the whole thing just feels over. yes this song is such a big
0: mess let's Gets to those trumpets. We don't know. I don't, I also don't know who he's talking about. Like, I think it's punk rock celebrity, your life is a mess. Like, I don't, I think he's talking about himself.
1: I mean, that was.
0: You think it's a self referential song?
1: I thought it was kind of a variation on the top of the charts idea that it was basically like acknowledging you can't hold on to the idea of like somebody trying to make you like a punk rock, you know, icon. Like that's not a sustainable thing. So it almost felt to me like it's a little bit mature in the sense of like, okay, we're at this stage of our career. What what are we at this point? You know, I don't know. Maybe that's a generous read. No,
0: I mean, that's, (laughs) I mean, that's, that's fair. And maybe, um, maybe that's, maybe it makes more sense that he's talking about himself and he's not doing finger pointing.
2: Sure. But
0: the I guess one of the reasons I thought Aaron Sprinkle, in addition to being a producer and why he had an influence on this song is because, not only does he do backup vocals, but he's also the piano. He mm-hmm. has the piano on this song too. So he's, my thought is like, well, what if we try me, <laughs> a little you, bit more of me on this song? Why don't you, I just throw a little piano line in here and try you, and make this epic?
1: Have you seen uh, Walk Hard, the no. movie? <laughs> a, you have to see it because it's like a perfect parody of all the musical <laughs> biopic movies. But in one part, he's like clearly supposed to be going through his Brian Wilson Beach Boys Pet Sounds era, where he just wants as much as possible in the studio. And he's like, and I want didgeridoos, a thousand didgeridoos. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it kind of reminds me, the stretch of the song reminds me of that.
0: Yeah, so let's just put in a piano, an organ, a trumpet. Let's get like the sort of queen sounding like uh harmony vocals at the end just like how many layers can we get yep but um john we're we are five songs in we're we're a third or quarter i can do math A third of the way through (laughs) no Number three.
1: It's just outside my top three. Yeah. I I feel like conflicted about this one. I should really like it. Yeah. Short and fast, political lyrics. Yeah. But again, I don't know. It just feels a little like too slick to me somehow, even though it's rougher. Like I feel like if it was produced differently, I would like it more. Um, I don't know. It's also surprising that this was the fourth single
0: yeah it Um, that's that's what surprises me too and it has a it has a music video right
1: (laughs) which kind of feels like back to the cheap ones a little bit because of
0: all because of all the sort of like stock footage
1: it's like camcordery footage of the band playing juxtaposed with yeah stock footage of war and stuff yeah which that's an okay version of cheap because it feels punk yeah um but it is surprising like i wonder how wide these singles were going because that this doesn't sound like a single that gets played for the dove awards but
0: <laughs> yeah. no i don't imagine this was cycling through christian radio
1: i don't know i read something let's about let's just
0: go from uh you know the the latest jars of clay to <laughs> contention
1: <laughs> i read something about there this album was big on the gospel music channels rock block so you never was, know
0: <laughs> was it was it the top of the charts
1: I don't know. I mean, I think they were saying, like, the album overall, like, all the song, all the videos had been fairly that, that played on. That was a
0: reference to the song. To
1: the <laughs> sorry. I thought you were saying, like, was that the song that was successful on the... Yeah, sorry. That I mean, was John, a
0: good joke. That was a hilarious joke. <laughs> I am... John, I... <laughs> I'm actually... You're surprised. No, here's the thing. There are some songs on this this... The second half we'll say the b-side the side um Mm -hmm. that i i can argue this one being one of them um that i can argue could have been in my top three as well which is because i really like this riff Number one, yes.
1: I thought you might be surprised by that.
0: Well, I'm. I'm only moderately surprised because I, I like the song. It's actually grown on me quite a bit. The opening riff is it's really great. Good. It's great, yeah. and the bass sounds yeah, great. it Sounds real good. And it's it's it it took. And I think it's. I think the song being called Angels. I think at first was just like uh, yeah uh, but it it the drums are great the riff throughout the the riff returning to the the chorus works for me
1: yeah this is the first one on the record that i really like um i was lukewarm on the first five which is really unusual for an mxpx record it really Um, really is and i don't know if that's just me um but uh, yeah the reason i thought you might be surprised is like i feel like i haven't really heard people talk about this one um and it wasn't necessarily like immediately like oh that's my number one but the more that i kept returning to it i'm just like i really it's definitely poppy but i really like that riff yeah i like the melody of the verses the like yeah i like that
0: that's why i said it could be my it could be my number four it's
1: it this one feels like kind of a single to me. Like this one, I would have expected
0: before contention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I do think this right. this should have this easily could have been, um, maybe be I would say secret weapon sure being number mm-hmm. one. You're on fire number two okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this yeah. before shut it down yeah, makes more so. sense. It, um, But the fact that this wasn't is sort of right. strange to me. It's also
1: the first spiritual lyrics of the record. Yes. Um, yeah, the most explicit it gets in the album, certainly, where he says, in time we will all know our destination, which way we will go, which is interesting. Um, but he keeps it mostly pretty general. I mean, it's kind of back to depression territory here, but kind of, yes. I mean, my interpretation is like, but despite that, he is... Um, watched over or protected or something right i don't know i like it
0: into it drowning is one that i originally actually had in my top three Hmm. um it's it's also one of the first songs returning to sort of panic panic Mm -hmm. era um mental health depression um and i i like I like the, like well, I guess I don't know if I like, but like the, about this drowning in false memories, mm-hmm. um, this, I guess maybe I take it to be like kind of creating this like manufactured experience or feeling and then mm. just like. Like, I'm so sad, I'm just going to try and exist in this manufactured hmm. reality.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, this is one of the ones I think that feels more of a piece with the Panic thematic content. It has, like, that life in general drumbeat and riff and intro. That, that, yeah. that really reminds me of that era. I like the chorus, but again, I just, I don't know, the whole thing just kind of feels, like, fine to me. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not not into
0: it. There's a delivery that I feel like is unique to this song, or mm-hmm. unique to MXPX. Mm-hmm. Um, this sort of more whispered.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We all
3: reach that dark and fragile destination sometimes.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure I'm into it.
3: for direction for the light to fill our eyes, fill our eyes.
1: I like this part It just feels, again, kind of like poppy. It also feels long for the for this record, at least.
0: Well, yes, it's it is almost the, four minutes. It is the longest song on the record. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, excluding the right secret that track count. that does not count.
1: I'm very curious about your thoughts on this next one. Yikes. Uh, I literally wrote... Whoa. ...in my notes. Yeah. Because this is for sure the darkest lyrics they've ever had to this point.
0: Yeah. Um, I...
1: It's also my number three. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Continue. I I, I, don't,
0: <laughs> I don't feel like this is an MXPX song. Yeah. I If it were Tumble Down... Yeah. I feel like this is a tumble down song. So, because tumble down's like, let's talk about how we're drinking whiskey. Yeah. let's talk about. But this is like literally about a dude murdering someone over meth. <laughs> I yeah. googled it, and it's a real story. Well, sure. I mean, um, and,
1: but and, the but it's not about meth, which is part of my kind of like issue with the song. Um, like, it was a real murder, but he threw in the meth element to make it a little more i don't know the whole thing just feels like okay i really like it musically as you're saying it feels really different for them it definitely has that like cowpunk country yeah. chord progression we were talking about kind of like with late again um and panic which yeah maybe both of them are tumble downish songs and because of that style, I thought the title might refer to, like, motorcycles <laughs> until I really listened to the lyrics, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Someone
2: axed Right.
1: And, like, it makes sense, that country idea, for it to be, like, a murder ballad. You know, that's a thing. But the fact that it's, like, real, but then also he, like, mixed up the details just feels a little exploitative, maybe. I don't know. It definitely feels different, and I like it for that, but I feel sort of conflicted about it musically and lyrically but i like it enough that it's my number three so
0: i mean this is this is one of those how i was saying earlier about how a lot of the songs i feel like in terms of the music it's strong lyrically i like the song musically um i didn't know the thing about the meth part like you were saying uh, I also feel like it's weirdly trying to be like Bremerton is <laughs> Just the, the streets murder are rough. capital of the
1: world. Yeah, I mean,
0: because he literally says <laughs> B town murders happen <laughs> all the time. I know this is what I'm saying. It kind of like, like, like bums me you out. You don't need to. You don't need to get street cred. <laughs> you're a you're a punk band from Bremerton. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is this whole album feels like this is like you're too late in your career yeah, for this shit yeah yeah you don't need to prove anything sure like i do you're like yeah top of the charts punk rock celebrity right. chop shop yeah maybe I that's what i chop this song this song really i it's not i don't feel i don't dislike the song as a whole sure i feel like between drowning and you're on fire what the fuck it's weird <laughs> it's weird it's, it doesn't go i think in the same way that i exclude it, said. it just because of the tone sure. of, of the whole record I it totally feels like get that. you
3: can do it pick <laughs> yourself up this bitch got chopped <laughs> up because of meth
0: <laughs> yes
3: you know it it's like is, what that's where did why this
0: I said this
1: went whoa in my notes um yeah i i it does feel different but i feel like i don't know just like i said i was here for dark mxpx with panic like i'm here for murder ballad country <laughs> mxpx too okay so all right you've done two of your top three yes
0: i've done all of them you've done all of them secret weapon shut it down in contention okay
1: i thought you're on fire might
0: make the list i i don't <laughs> dislike the song because of the riff It to me, John.
1: It's my number two. I knew it. It, uh, yeah, it's the second single. <laughs> we talked about this last record that the like having the I'm gonna say something now
0: is like <laughs> feels very mid 2000s
1: or something. It, oh,
0: this, this is what is so weird about this record. It feels so too late. It's a little too late. in, yeah. in so many of the things that I feel are. Like they they're late to the game yeah. in a lot of these popular elements. Of You're this. saying
1: a Christian label was late to a trend. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, it,
0: it feels like it feels like Aaron Sprinkle probably would have wanted to do this with MXPX like back in 2001 yeah, or something. Maybe he's just getting out all and his he's just
1: like, previous ideas.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I like I like the song, and I especially like the you're on fire
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that feels kind of blinky almost it does uh, yeah.
0: and which is why i'm so surprised that uh um Louis d, Louis d. Dfabs d d fabs yeah uh was not shouted out because he's so
1: whoever yeah whoever saying somebody call the cops and yeah. chop Shop 2 sounds like oh somebody you know else. what
0: you know what i misattributed
1: That lady um,
0: no no this guy on in chop shop i think that's the guy on left the left coast punk ep okay um who because i think that that guy does um there's a Shanghai in shanghai mm. i think is the guy from chop shop okay so self-correction yeah nailed it um, nailed it
1: yeah this one again, it's Probably. poppy <laughs> it's poppy, but I really like it. It almost seems like it should be earlier in the album. I'm surprised it's kind of buried um there's that great opening riff, like we talked about, cool breakdown on the bridge um, it's kind of back to that positive self actualization thing, but Christiany. yeah, but I'm so from what I can tell, yeah, I don't know exactly. <laughs> I think I took it more as like. You got this, dude. Um,
0: well, I I was trying to look up. I feel like this this like your voice is like the wind. Yeah, um, it's
1: back to breathing on my face territory. <laughs> <laughs> is this girl? Is this a guy?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, we, the, all the like you're your let life begin again. Your voice is like the wind. Yeah, okay. It it's you're not alone. Uh, more than anything, I'd like to see better, brighter days for you. Sure. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's Again, Mike is writing that fine line of like, this could easily be about Jesus or mm-hmm. literally anything else.
1: Yeah. This seems to be one that people like, I think. Like yes. This is a popular one. And I'm surprised that, so it's the second single, but there's no video for it as far as I could tell, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, I like it. I'm into it.
0: I like it, too. Bass solo. Mm-hmm. There's still five more songs. <laughs> yeah, it's two, huh? It's grown on me over time. Yeah, I, I like the baseline, and I yes, you better
1: I, with the title like that.
0: Yes, but I also like the bass solo. <laughs> I like his delivery. Yeah. Um. If I if I need I say it again, <laughs> the music on this record. Sure. I enjoy lot, for the most part. It Feels a little breaking their computer screens in yeah. like a billion homes across. Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know, I don't that know. It feels like a 1990s era concern. This is what I am saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, okay, I understand Mike writes a lot. That's something to his credit. He writes a lot. Sure. I'm wondering, like, how many of these songs, like, like, mo- like he probably didn't write all of these songs in 2007. No. Like, Like, I don't know. It just seems like... I don't feel like this album fits in this era. It yeah. feels.
1: Maybe he had some stuff ready for before everything, and they were like, no, we're doing this other stuff instead. I don't know. I We need to talk about Mike's vocab corner here, which yes, can you <laughs> break down via teledigia for me, please? <laughs> a via teledigia wretch like me, which is like an Amazing Grace reference and a multiple digital things preference <laughs> i guess
0: i don't <laughs> i don't know this is this this all seems very like early internet mm-hmm. speak yeah because literally no one says teledigi <laughs> yeah ever i don't think anybody has literally ever said that yeah i
1: I like elements of this. Yes. Um, but the pre-course and the course feel a little overproduced to me. Feels like lots of ideas jumbled together. I don't know. He's like talking about breaking through computer screens, but then he's like, "I want to get out in the streets." So maybe it's another like, "Let's get out of the digital realm and into the real world" kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And then there's like a weird, like some weird maracas, <laughs> like. <laughs> let me see if I can find.
1: I like that. The bass solo in bass. bass solo. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear any maracas, but I bet they're in there real you, low.
0: You didn't hear the... Uh... Let me see. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I'm sure
1: they're in there. I, I hear the know. maracas solo. low. I do like this opening bass riff. If if
0: if you heard this song <laughs> Song stop. Like could this be an Offspring song? <laughs> could you could you hear Dexter Holland opening with some sort of line? Mm. Just listen to the beginning beginning again. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you got a sad sad song. Yeah. So say-
1: I know what you're saying It's kind of cheesy But I like that They're going for like A kind of like Buddy Holly 50s thing I don't know It's going for something <laughs> An unconvinced face <laughs> From Andrew
3: Yeah
1: that feels I mean you definitely Got some emo elements Stab out my eyes Cut off my ears Yeah Um yeah it's it's interesting
0: they took they took some risks yes yeah sure <laughs>
1: is one that i i really like the driving intro and the first verse the fast drum beat and the bass line and then it takes a turn and gets kind of like fluffier and overproduced for me i don't know
0: yeah it it this song i feel like is a would be the if you were to take a panic and before everything and after song and yeah. smush them together. Yes. agreed. agree. Because it has that produced quality, but then it's also talking about, um, some serious, like I can't breathe, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to leave this place. The medication's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, momentarily paralyzed. Uh, so like, Your your next breath may be your last. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about some dark stuff. Yeah. But he's like, you know, things are never better than now. So it's like, it's this weirdly sort of positive message with like, sort of like, it's like, never better than now sounds like maybe... Shitty now, it's not gonna get any better. So just deal with it. Yeah. Like it it like it's sort of mixed messages to me.
1: Yeah. I think that's a lot of this. There's a tension between being like things are bad, but you can do it. Like Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the you can do it is less convincing than other times.
0: Yeah. And I don't sometimes I'm wondering if like Mike is convinced of that himself in these mm-hmm. to be like this trying to write a positive song, but what comes out is like mm-hmm. things are shitty. Yeah so that was never better than now we heard sad sad song before <laughs> that just
1: defeated <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it, there are just some of these songs that just kind of bum me out and this is another this is one, one that bums <laughs> me. me out yep.
1: There's little parts I like about it, but
0: yes, it feels uh,
1: big and cheesy to me.
0: Yeah. I'm also, I've also wondered what, so he's, so biting the, so the the <laughs> There's a term, lot of metaphors happening yeah, here. Yeah, so biting the bullet essentially means you have to deal with something yeah. that's bad. You have yeah. to just, something bad is going to happen and you just, it's sort of like, equivalent to ripping off a band-aid yeah at least that's my understanding for the i think you're correct for the terminology of biting the bullet um and so it seems to me like my understanding is this person is sort of putting on this phony persona and and but she doesn't want to do it
1: yeah and well, she broke a window inside her soul, yeah, so you can't blame her,
0: <laughs> shattered yep. she's she's devastated mm-hmm. so maybe like so if she were to just I don't know if this is a another Jesus come to God song that's like that if she just bites the bullet and like just accepts God, that will be good for her. I don't
1: think that's what he means, but in all fairness, I don't know what he means, so. I do like when the little muted guitar comes in. She
0: talks about getting herself out of the dark. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. This, but this is another song that's just like... To say that, (laughs) like...
1: Like accepting God is biting the bullet. That was kind of weird.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to make sense I'm looking out of it a for song. something here. Trying to find something.
1: I like though when the little muted guitar comes in And the verses and the chord progression. There, it's like ding 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 ding. I'll say that. I like the sound of the guitar solo toward the end, but um, for the most part, uh, not not a big fan of this
2: one. She's big and girl,
0: she organ making it a, a yeah. big appearance in this the, record before everything uh era Bef- sound yeah before everything <laughs> in weapon
2: Mm-hmm.
0: that was dumb <laughs> all right um not nothing
2: hmm
1: Thing to say about this song, "Goose Fraba," "Goose Fraba," <laughs> which is not something I was familiar with. Apparently, it's from anger management.
0: Yes, and <laughs> it's a maybe a Native Alaskan right term.
1: Yeah, it's not a movie that I have seen, but apparently, that plays an important role in it. Yeah, uh, yep. it's
0: another it's another one of those wink wink kind of yeah. There's there are too many cutesy things yes. going on in this album that I'm just like, um, like no,
3: <laughs> like it's.
0: I just silly. don't know if I could seriously be like, okay, so Mike, <laughs> going, you um, so this part we're doing the uh <laughs> the the background goose bravas okay. <laughs>
1: I think he means it to be silly. Yes, but I but like know. it does I know.
0: He said like I understand that like there's like people take can take things a little right. seriously and, and but, but it's coming not... off of panic, yeah. Then, this this album is just so all over the place. Totally. It's and the way
1: that he references a silly thing in like Friday tonight. Like yes. that's done in a fun way where you're like I get this. We're having fun, yes. and this one for me feels like Goose Fraba should have some sort of
2: Context. emotional
1: <laughs> impact or something. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't, I can't get there with you.
0: Yeah, well, it's also it's like you're less than nothing yeah. to me. Who is this about? Then, he then, is mad. Then, and then going from you're nothing to Goose, Goose Fraba. Fraba.
1: Well, he's trying to calm himself down because he's so mad about.
0: I know, but it's Aaron also Sprinkle. it's like it's also like. You're less than nothing, but I'm going to transition to a movie quote.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it feels weird.
0: Yeah. Um, John, we have one more song slash two songs. Yep.
1: shoulders it's
0: it's another disappointing album closer for me well it's not the real
1: closer you got lots of fun coming i mean i i like the intro again here but it doesn't stay there for me
0: goes no. too poppy it's but it's not a it's it's not an interesting no, intro no and but we gotta yeah we got thinking our
1: thinking of that as the album closer is definitely out of character for them they usually as we've talked about end on kind of like a soaring or coming down note and this is not that
0: but we got seth roberts back from uh the the dude who did the art for panic mm he does some um, backup vocals.
1: Oh, thought you were gonna say he did the art here. No, which I don't know if we've talked about.
0: We haven't talked about. We have previously we haven't talked, talked about, about the art.
1: It is a bummer. It is <laughs> I... having yourselves on the cover at a certain point just becomes this. Not cool. Again,
0: shall I reiterate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What year is this album? Because this is very. This is amateur hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they didn't even put themselves on the album cover for poking at you no. at some point in your career, like don't, <laughs> you, don't do it. you don't put I mean, yourself on the cover as if you you're said, trying to identify yourselves, maybe, yeah. but this we, is, this is 15 years into yeah. their career.
1: It's, uh, as we talked about, like live shots are one thing. Like I'm playing yes. that looks cool. But a pose shot where they're making a secret weapon is just kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's it's two on the nose. So the plans within plans shot is rad. The um, left coast left coast punk EP mm-hmm. is rad as hell. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, the far away like cover for the single that they did. Yes, cool. Be like look cool. Don't be making a physical secret weapon because that's not the message of the album yeah. You're, there's not an actual weapon you know
1: right i kind of the whole theme of like them creating something in a lab is kind of interesting but i don't need to see the dudes themselves doing it yeah when they're building like a rocket or something right i don't know yeah what
0: well the, yeah the last page has yeah. there's like a sort of like a Foo Fighters yeah, gun. Yeah, the ray gun. The ray, and then I mean, as you like said, a, the,
1: that's the vinyl cover, the, yeah. the back spread, which that that is okay. And that I little mean, logo they come like, up with is kind of cool. I and like the racket. logo.
0: I think it's kind of neat. But uh, but yeah. I like the the gold sort of. Yeah, that's cool. Um,
1: backgrounds.
0: Yeah, like, I like Tom <laughs> listening to some reel-to-reel yeah, there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, Yuri's got his blueprints that mm-hmm. he's working on. Yep. Um, Mike with a TV that I'm sure he's about to smash in a music video. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so we have one more song on this <laughs> record.
1: <laughs> Good intro. <laughs> I there it is. It's like Seinfeld, but. What's the deal with MXPX? Jerry Seinfeld, big MXPX head.
0: (laughs) I like that, dude. I kind of like this. It's fun. Haven't we had enough fun? (laughs) If this were the only (laughs) wink wink fun song, I'd be like, cool. But we've already had. Two songs
1: too, at the too first much fun.
0: We've we've already had two top of the charts, punk rock celebrity, chop shop, you know, <laughs> bass solo. Yeah. Just, I mean,
1: I feel like I probably wouldn't like this if it were done as like a big album track, like really produced, but I kinda like that it feels this fun little I don't know. It works for me as a hidden track. Uh that's about all I got to say about it. Yeah. Sorry to end it on such a bummer,
0: everybody. Yeah, but... I, I mean, I I don't think that this... Is, I mean, this is clearly not either of our um, favorite records. I, I only have a bone to pick with, like... I honestly feel like if they made this... If they trimmed five songs off this record and only did 11 yeah. songs, yeah. 11 or 12 songs, they could have made... This is, again, like, with um, Before Everything and After. They could have had, a, a, if they trimmed some of the fat, yep. they could have had some some a really good record. There's just too, it's too bloated. Mm-hmm. The, the overall theme is muddied by yeah. some of these other songs that just seem really out of place.
1: And by Mike's own admission, he said the last couple records before the new one were like not them at their finest which again i like plans we'll get into that later but yep. i agree that they we'll don't get into it next <laughs> yes indeed we will but they don't feel like immediate the way that panic does or the new record does no. they feel kind of like throwaways
0: they yeah, it it feels like recycled material yeah. it feel feels like let's put
2: uh, if,
0: whatever we've got let's just dig into the old song bag see what we've got floating around in there <laughs> got a little couple oh i wrote i wrote a punk rock celebrity back in 1999 right. let's uh let's throw that, that on off. there yeah
1: well we would love to hear your thoughts on yes. secret weapon so hit us up on hit us up twitter instagram at magnified pod magnified at gmail.com
0: magnified pod on instagram Mm -hmm. uh you can always download us on itunes Mm -hmm. rate and review uh stitcher google
1: spotify um,
0: spotify youtube youtube subscribe rate and review rate and review all the things all of it
1: hashtag all of it
0: hashtag all of it any
1: closing thoughts before Um, we release the secret weapon into the sky (laughs)
0: i i don't i don't think i don't think i have anything uh left other than that there are some b-side unreleased Mm. songs that uh we couldn't find i don't know if you guys have songs from one day (laughs) oh yeah the hoo-ha jangle (laughs) madcap scheme and throw your body in the air which I don't know what any of these songs are but if if you yeah. anybody out there has has cuts yeah of, send them yeah send them our way or send us a link cuz I was not able to find them yeah I have no idea what the hoo ha jangle is but <laughs> I it's, assume it's it, great it's of course I would assume I put it in the in the category of punk rock celebrity and top of the charts you
1: never know maybe it's your favorite mxpx song it could be
0: it could be maybe it'll blow my mind and (laughs) i will eat my words
1: (laughs) well if you want to stick around and hear my son's thoughts on mxpx (laughs) we'll uh we'll hear that at the end here but all right well on the next pod we'll cover plans within plans when it'll be time for a podcast at our house and it wouldn't be the same without you so join us won't you Welcoming to the pod, my son Elliot. Elliot, can you say hi to everybody? Hi. Can you tell everybody how old you are?
3: Th- three and a half.
1: Three and a half. Do you have a birthday soon?
3: Yeah. When? August 18th.
1: Oh man, that's next week.
0: Yes, that's, that's that is so soon. Yeah. How old that's are really you going to
3: be? Four.
1: Four. Wow. Well, I think four is old enough to have some hot takes about MXPX. So we thought we'd bring Elliot onto the show today get some good reactions. I hear you. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, do you want to
1: hear some songs and tell us what you think about them? Yeah. Okay,
0: let's do it. All right. Let's let's start with
3: I hear you. You
0: hear me? You're okay. about to hear some MXPX. So, we're going to play a little all of it.
3: I'm gonna save my time. Spend it all on you. i gonna take this hope and make what it do you, think? Here with you like it. The middle of a bad storm. Just know that I'll be there to keep your bed warm. How much of your love, how much of yeah, your love. Yeah, get those air drums going. I hear you. <laughs> how much of your love, do you think all I right. need all Yeah.
1: Did you like that one? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear some more?
3: Yeah.
0: Let's see, what should we do?
3: Should we, should we do uh,
1: no bad word once
0: let's, Okay. Let, let's.
3: <laughs> did he, how
0: about? Uh, did you play Let's Ride or Rolling Strong?
1: Uh, let's yeah. do Let's Ride. Let's do Let's Ride.
3: Oh yeah.
1: about that one? Good. Do you want Should we do one more? Yeah. Okay, let's hear one more.
0: All right, what should we do? How about some, uh...
3: Uh, what?
0: How about this one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got this competition, Yuri. You like These the
3: drums? Are why, why are <laughs> That's to cover up the microphone.
1: Bye. So we don't make those not too
3: loud. Yeah.
1: Do you like the song? Yeah! Alright. Well, I think we're ending on a high note. Yes. Uh, so do you like MXPX? Yeah! Alright, maybe we'll get you back on the pod for future episodes. Yes. What do you think?
2: Okay! Alright,
1: can you say bye to everybody?
2: Bye! Alright.